Blog Talk Radio. Can you all hear me? Do you want to know that this is the song I queued up? <laughs> it's still a killer song. I've used it many times before. Mike, can you hear me? Can you hear me calling? All right. I can. So, can you hear me? I can hear you better than ever. You guys were sounding really shitty in the last pass. You guys sound good again. So I have no idea how much of that got recorded. Uh, which is funny because we were out on a roll. And once again, we're on with the Sexy Witches. I hope people are, are still with us because that was insane. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to give extra points to everybody. <laughs> They're listening to the madness. Uh, so once again, we got Mike Lee from L.A., producer of the FP and uh, partner in crime in media conventions, and Nathan Hamilton, of course, the southern, uh, uh, dirty Beware southern sorcerer. He'll be the voice of my me, and we'll talk about that for a few minutes. Once again, Columbus, Ohio, the FP, and Mike. Just a quick sum up, because I'm sure some people have been with us. What rocks about going to the FP and the Nightmares Film Festival for you? Uh, um, see, being able to see it on the big screen, I think I'm excited. I think uh, this will be my uh, first Nightmares Film Festival, so pretty excited about that. But um, it seems like I go back to Ohio for the FP, because the first time I had ever gone to Ohio was Sandusky to do a test screening of FP2 with Jason. So uh, Ohio has a, a soft spot in my heart now. Because it always is associated with FP. That's kind of funny. Uh, but for me, I guess in a way, too, because I saw, uh, well, was it, no, that was the second time I saw it, right? Um, FP, because I saw Beats of Rage at, in, in one of the Winchester, Alamo Draft House uh, t- shows. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I can see that. I remember Sandusky, by the way, Nathan, it's um, not just anything. It's, it's, it's a water park in uh, Cedar Point. They have a media convention once a year, and the FP Beats of Rage was... Uh, invited to be there i believe right mike is that it yeah we did or- we yeah we did a test screening it was at colophicon which is an anime con in a water park which is a takes anime cons to a whole new level <laughs> so nathan can you hear me okay yeah and that sounds like a dope place to have a convention uh, it, 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 it well theater point is awesome anyways it's one of my favorite if you have to go to Ohio, like Cedar Point is one of the better amusement parks in the country and has one of only a three working derby racers in the world. And I've ridden all three. So uh, <laughs> I'm very proud of that. In fact, I often bring that up. Uh, so yeah, it's worth going just to that. But it's a, really known for its water, uh, roller coasters. But they, a few years back, opened this big indoor water park. And that's where Colossicon is. So um, maybe I'll take you someday. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, Mike, you, you, you learned to blow things up. Let's go back to that because that's when it ha- got cut off. So um, let's talk, you know, I was saying that you got to learn to do a lot of things and you allowed your house to be painted green and build sets in your backyard. And you also did a lot of, uh, 
you built a lot of the costume pieces too, uh, especially the beat necks, which we can talk about. Uh, but you know, but I'm still fascinated that you learned. You got to not only learn to blow things up, but you learned from one of the best. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I geeked out about the most. Is is you know, I was on set just to help, and and when I um, was tapped of of going to learn how to do something like that, you know, it, it's growing up watching films, growing up watching um, things get blown up and, you know, how practical effects happen. Um, and then understanding who Jason's dad is and, and what he does. Uh, and then, you know, even something small like what we were doing there, um, it, you, you geek out a lot uh, about the things you get to do and who you're hanging out with and, and learning from. It, it is learning from, you know, the best. It, it, I always find when his father comes on set, like there's almost this like for the people in the know, they have this like kind of quiet hush runs through the crowd. I've noticed <laughs> like he just fills a room and it's pretty impressive. And, you know, in his backyard is where they shoot a lot of the FC is shot in the backyard and in, in Jason's dad's backyard. Uh, my first impression of him though, is when I walked into that little warehousey thing for the first time and there's this big metal box that says explosives on it. And I was like, yep, I know where I am. <laughs> it, almost yeah. feels, it almost feels like when you're driving up to that property, it's the beginning of a slasher movie, especially when you turn on the main road and you hit those oil, um, those oil uh, dike barrels, the big barrel things you drive by. And I was like, you know, and it becomes a gravel road. You're like, where are we going? But it's a really beautiful location. It's really pretty. It's in a valley. Um, it's a little cold very cool um but uh it's also really gorgeous at night so you know so we were shooting there for two or three days ourselves outside with a lot of other silver screen muggers and you were pretty much running around crazy doing everything i mean i i I would i would come up to you and say do you need anything you're like no and you keep going i'm like okay (laughs) you were great and I really admire, like, like you are the FP, you know, you, you, well, Artsu might be the spiritual leader of the FP. I think you're the FP's heart. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm just there, um, you know, doing, doing what I do for my day job and not being able to be creative and um, Jason giving me that outlet. Um, I'm just thankful to be a part of that journey. Uh, I don't know if I'm the heart. I, I that's that's a big title to live up to. Um, I mean, you got to think that you know that whole franchise is where it is today because of uh, because of the creator and and you know Jason and Tale have just been able to take that and and do miracles with it. It's been great. Well, he's definitely our leader and our hero. I mean, it's oh, yeah. funny because you know, it, it, in a weird, odd way, the the, sto- the the film parallels his own life and his own story. If you you know, every 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 level of the FP is really Jason writing about himself and his own journey with writing, making himself and improve himself. Uh, you know, things beyond thing. You know, it, it's actually kind of amazing, like to to be part of these films and and the 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 small but extremely rabid fan base that helps that almost wills these films into life. Like they have to exist. They don't. They're they're completely critic proof, which is wonderful for a cult film. And you know, it, it's always 
so much fun to go see how people react to the movies, especially because, like, you know, especially, like, the lay person. I've showed it to a few people that would not necessarily watch the Beat the Rage, and they all thought it was funny. But it's the screenplay that really what makes uh, an FP film different than other films, and that's because it has literally its own language in a, in a way. It does. And, 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 you know, listening to the stories of how that, that language came to be is, is really how people uh, and kids talk um, in the FP, which is, you know, when you go there, you don't believe it at first and then, and then you hear it. And it's just, oh. a, it's a very interesting world. I mean, it's funny because as close at the FP is only two hours from downtown LA because I've driven it. It's yeah. not that far. Um, and, uh, you know, so. Uh, the X is right. Yeah, it's, me, right? It, it really is. It's Sorry. only, I think it's only an hour and a half drive from yeah. downtown LA. Not, yeah, but it really could be in its own world. Because, once again, it's in a valley. It's kind of cut off from everything. It's up in the mountains. It's near the National Forest. So, uh, it, it and it, it really has its own world. Like it's completely different than anything you get down in LA. It, that's that's absolutely true. And and that's not a slight or a, good or bad. It's just different. Reminds me of yeah. some places around. It's a, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's a it's a it's a really small town, and um, yeah, it, you know, it has its charm and it has its quirks, <laughs> and it, it's um. You know, it it's a, it would have been an amazing place to grow up in and understand um, what life was like. Well, I mean, there's definitely a little bit of scuzz to the FP, and I mean that affectionately yep. because it's it's you know it's a, you know the tavern always comes to mind. Uh, I've been there twice and seen two bar fights, uh, <laughs> so, you know. But at the same time, it's got its own charm, and I like hanging there is always kind of a monumental. And there's all those hidden houses, like where we had that party. Uh, where was that, anyways? Was that actually Jason's house we were in? No, that was no. Um, no, I think um, Landon had um, rented it as an Airbnb, and uh, we all kind of did a meet and greet there before the shoot to just relax everyone and and have everyone get to know each other. So that was all. That was a really Um, nice house. mm -hmm. Like, like the, the the backyard was nice and and, and it was kind of this hidden gem. You had to kind of know where it was. (laughs) So, uh, so there, there's like a lot of hidden, it's a lot of hidden potential in the FP. And then of course there's all those ranches in the back where, where we were shooting Uh, and there's deer everywhere. And sometimes it even snows there. Um, So, it's mm-hmm. it's nice. Um, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, so for me, the FP was always a place you drove over and passed. Like there's a big sign, and you just keep going, kind of thing. So um, it was never like it was always. I always took it for granted, but then I now I've actually come full circle and actually been there a few times. It's kind of neat. Uh, and Mike film. What are you what, and we go to nightmare film festivals do we I know that Jason and Tele are talking about self distribution. I was wondering if you have any idea how the fp uh f p three will be available for the person in the near future i i don't i I think we're you know um 
we're going to get past Nightmare Film Festival and um, then start talking about what the release looks like and, and what's the best way to distribute it. And um, um, I think that's going to happen kind of the week following Nightmare Film Festival's discussion of what's the, what's, what, what's the timing look like and what's the best way to do it. So I, I, there's more info to come. Well, definitely keep us posted on that. And I thank you again for allowing me to crash at your Airbnb for the festival. I really, really appreciate it. it, That was the only thing I couldn't figure out what to do. Um, So um, what time at at the festival, Mr. Mike Leeser, is the FP3 playing so people can come to it? Yeah, so FP is playing at 10 o'clock. it's uh, it's what an hour and ten minute movie, so you know there's plenty of time to go drinking after. Um, and looking forward to meeting as many people as possible. And speaking of that, you were also talking about going to some haunted walkthroughs while you're in Columbus. I See am. See what I did? I See am. the segue? Huh? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I I am um, I I'm, I'm booked for Fear Columbus, so I probably will do that. And if there is time, I think there's a there's a haunt called Haunted Hoochie that I might need to check out. Um, there are disclaimers all over their website. It's absolutely fabulous. And there is the, the last disclaimer says there is a live demon birth. And I went, okay, I'm in. As long as there's time, I will, I will head to uh, Haunted Hoochie right after Fear Columbus. Wait, will you do me a favor? Because, yeah, feel, by the way, Nathan, Fair Columbus used to be uh, 13 Floors, which was pretty famous haunt oh, okay. in Columbus. Yeah. I, I just, Mike just told me it's now called Fear, so I didn't know they changed their name. It was still 13 oh, Floors three years ago when I was there. So, yeah, what is Haunted we actually, Hoochies? And we, send me the link for that, please. Go ahead, okay. Nathan. I will. I mean, honestly – they're open till two in the morning, and if it's great, then I think we should see the film and still head back. Uh, I'll head back to Haunted Hoochie and we can go see it again. Um, to the yeah. But, <laughs> so I'm always down for for good haunts. I love um, anything like that. I will definitely send you the link. But it intrigued me. Um, you know, it's put on by I guess a company called Dead Acres, and they're like I said, their disclaimers intrigued me enough where I'm like, yep. I'm going to sign up. I will make sure I bring my closed-toes shoes. Um, hold on just a second. We're going to bring on another person on the line. Doo-doo-doo. Hopefully mm-hmm. there won't be any more issues with, uh, you know, what was happening. Uh, hello. You're on with the Sexy Witches. Hello, hello. Good evening, all. Hey, it's Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, Mike, Mike Lee, Mike, Aaron. You know each other quite well, actually. This of is, course. You know, Captain Hello, Mike. Mike Thank Dale. you again for letting me uh, attend the FP Fest. That, that was that was freaking that was amazing. Definitely Jason. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a fun uh, event um, to put on, well. and it's great. It's um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's um, I, I don't know how to explain it. When you know, in the middle of a pandemic, wanted to always have an FP Fest, and and was able to bring it to people virtually. It's and it's such a fun event with the the everyone just brings so much energy. It's amazing. And, and, and the I mean, there was a lot of great things, but I want to say 
two of my favorite things the entire festival. One was during the costume contest, and I, I there were several of the costumes that were amazing, of course. But the very last video felt like it was part of the FP universe, where he was calling mm. Jatro out. And I thought it was <laughs> actually one of the best fan films I have ever seen. For, for the FP universe. He felt so authentic to me. I, I, I love that one. And, of course, no one can stop talking about the shot-for-shot uh, shot Legos and why that family yes. is better than we will ever be. Like, th- that family is, <laughs> like, t- oh, my God. Th- th- like, Mike, tell them about this family and what they do for the FP because they are mind-blowing. Uh, yeah, I mean the Grenaders—they are Grenaders, an absolutely yes. amazing family. Yeah, they—they—they they, they have so much energy. They participate. Um, they really hype up the FP. They are so engaged through the entire fest. Um, they're just fun and everything that the FP kind of stands for. And it's—it's it's great to have, you know, such enthusiastic fans. It's—it's it's amazing. It—it. It, it. That they did all the they did all those reenactments and costumes and stuff, but of course it was like the mind blowing um, stop animation Lego sequence of the montage from Beats of Rage, like you know, mm-hmm. beautiful. Like what he said, it took him a month to do that, and you know yeah, nobody could stop yeah, talking that, about it. And that was all their daughter Josie. Um, you know, yeah. Dan, Dan has helped with the camera, but Josie, you know, Josie did that with the Legos and. It's an amazing recreation of that scene. It it is, like, mind-blowing. And the look on Jason's face after he saw it was (laughs) just priceless. Anyway, um, so (laughs) that was worth the FP's best right there, was seeing his look on his face. Like, this. Uh, th- it was it was great. So I'm really everyone had a good time, and I hope the movie is well received by the outer public. Um, it, it's interesting because I think we're going to go to the awards show before we actually go to our screening, Mike. Uh, I believe so because the awards yeah. show I think is five to six. So, yeah. <laughs> I also, I also, before we change subjects completely, I want to also give a shout out to my friend Jeff Seaman, who I he did my panel, my very last panel before COVID, Nathan, at Days of the Dead Indy uh, or um, in Napoli, uh, oh no, Days of the Dead Atlanta, where you you had your 40th birthday, and that was the last time before COVID, and right before we shot the FP, his movie On Location is now called Terror Trips, and it plays on mm-hmm. Sunday. So I'm staying an extra day just to see his movie. So shout out to Jeff. We kind of come full circle because he was making, you know, he had a big poster for his movie and now it actually exists, which is kind of neat. So I'm going to see that. I think that is two or four o'clock on, I think it's four o'clock on Sunday. I'm not really sure. Um, They're also showing a Bruce Campbell movie on Sunday morning. So guess where I'm going to be? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, With the man a, a new a new Bruce Campbell movie. This is a sneak peek. So um, you know I'm there with bells on. This fucking Bruce Campbell movie gives me points. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's awesome. Uh, so let's go back to haunt in Ohio. At least you hope to. Uh, but you've just done a haunt. Like you were at an extreme haunt recently. Yes, um, I've done two extreme haunts. I haven't, I haven't gotten back into the extreme haunt world as much as um, I've wanted to. 
I've done more regular immersive theater stuff this year. I think as we're coming out of COVID, everyone's a little hesitant. Um, but yeah, um, Saturday there was the Midnight Experiment Illusion, um, which was a really small um, haunt um, that's put out by Lights Out. It was um, it was a well done um, haunt, and you know it, it gave you some of the elements of extreme. Um, not a lot. I mean, there was a taser involved and, and there was some simulated drowning, but um, for, for the most part, it, it was pretty light. Um, but the, the narrative was there and it was pretty good. Well, so you, I, I know that we've talked about this before that usually like electric shock is kind of where you're like, I don't really want to do that. But you, but this time on your Facebook page, you're like, I didn't mind it this much, as much this time. You know, it, I, I, that's my, that's usually my Achilles for a true month. I don't like electricity. And most of it, you know, the, what a lot of people don't realize is these creators out there are there to push you, but also make sure that you're in a, you know, you're in a good place. So, um, I just have a thing with electricity, and I just don't like it. It's just not something, uh, you know, I'm big on. Um, a lot of the times I'll, you know, I'll opt out of the electricity part of a haunt. Um, I don't care about anything else. I don't care how brutal it is, whether it's, you know, um, pushing me around or, or um, you know, getting hit or, you know, simulated drowning or, you know, waterboarding, any of that. Um but the electricity, for some reason, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's been – I've had some bad experiences in the past with electricity at haunts that just pushed it too far. Um, I know in in a haunt that I will not, will not name because uh, I, I don't want people to be discouraged, but, I mean, they put some of the strapping on wrong, and they burnt my wrist, and that's not oh. what's supposed to happen in these things. Wow. That's not good. Um, Nathan here. Yeah, I was gonna say Nathan is not gonna be like holding back. He he actually works. He used to work haunts for a living um, on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he did Netherworld, which is a more mainstream haunt, but one of the best in the country um, down in Atlanta. Awesome. So um, Nathan, have you you you've ta- I don't know if you've actually told me we've talked about doing an extreme haunt, but you've never act. You have you actually done one? Um, there's, there's different kinds of things people call extreme haunts. There is, there's really two kinds. There's the, the kind he's talking about, the, um, you know, your blackouts and your stuff like that. And then there's one from the more extreme in subject matter, where they'll have like extreme gore, nudity, that kind of stuff. I've been yeah. to those. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the type that he's discussing, but I have always yeah. been mm-hmm. in one. That sounds like an amazing time because working for, I've, the 24-year haunt veteran, and it was always in the, you know, don't touch the monsters, the monsters won't touch you type of thing, but I've, that hmm. rule kind of gets broken every now and then, but I've always <laughs> thought it sounds so, like so much fun to haunt with the gloves off and have hmm, that yeah. freedom to go further and go as far as, you, as far as you can with the experience of bringing that fear to somebody. I've never done blackout or lights out, so um, you know I've never Bla- done any blackout of that. Blackout is 
Blackout is one of those that, you know, it, it's kind of the notch on the belt. Um, it, it's becoming, it's funny, it's, it's one of the more mainstream names out there. I mean, there's a whole film on Blackout, which if you haven't seen the documentary on Blackout, it's definitely worth a watch because it, it, it'll help you get into the mind of why some of us do this. I mean, there are multiple reasons why people go into extreme haunts. I honestly thought I would never, you know, I heard about them. I watched films on them. I'm like, oh, I'll never do that. And then I went to um, the Overlook Festival in New Orleans, and Blackout was there, and I got talked into it. And I went, you know what? I get it, and I want to push myself, and I want to know where my limits are. You know, and some people, obviously, you know, there, there's that lifestyle out there that will get off on it, and, and they thrive on it. Me, it's less about getting off. It's more of how far can I push myself and where's my limit? Hmm. And then you have the people that glorify the wrong types of extreme haunts because, you know, the, the biggest name out there who gets too much um, publicity is like uh, McKamey's Manor, where, like, he doesn't do it safe. He doesn't have the safe word. I mean, if you look at a lot of these extreme haunt people, they're out there to do it safely. They're there to push your limits. They're, they, you know, they want to make sure you're okay. I mean, there's the whole victim experience that I haven't done in, in Vegas that, you know, you have to sit down and detox with someone for 30 minutes after the haunt to make sure you're okay. So uh, you said you haven't done that many uh, this year, but what would you say your overall favorite experience at one of these was? And I would also throw that to Nathan as well. And and then we're going to get to Aaron because he does Halloween Horror Nights. we got to talk about that too. So. Oh, sure. Um, I, I mean, extreme haunt-wise, um, it's, it's hard to tell because uh, each of them have their own qualities. I, I mean, I, I can't name a specific haunt, but I don't like violence just for the sake of being violent. If it pushes a very strong narrative and it pushes a, a really great storyline, um, it's going to be one of my favorite haunts. Um, Excellent. I, I mean, and that's where I really love it, right? It's If it pushes me and makes me open my eyes to maybe a world that I didn't know and you start to realize, hey, there's someone in the world going through this, um, then it's worth it. Well, that's fantastic. And Nathan, what is probably your favorite haunt you've walked through or the kinds of haunts, if you don't want to call one out? But you've been going on a massive tour of the Southern haunts in your area recently. So you've been really busy. Yeah. I, you know, like this is the first year I've been fully back on my feet, able to go do haunts. And so far I've done nine walkthroughs, two haunted trails, a hayride, and a dark ride this season. And I'm planning nice. on doing more. And I am having the time of my life going back into haunts. Because <laughs> even if I'm not working the haunt, just being in that atmosphere, like the smell of fog juice and all that, just like it feels like home. So uh, you did the Territorium last weekend, which is actually kind of like an amusement park. The Territorium and the Haunted Chicken House. We um, nice. Every year, me and my cohorts, we make a, uh, a pilgrimage to Alabama. In Oxford, Alabama, there's a place called the Territorium where they have haunted from the Miracle Strip in Panama City, which is an original Bill Tracy from 1965. And when they, hey. you know, closed the park, they dismantled it and put it in storage. And this guy found out about it and was like, 
I'm buying that and put it up in Oxford, Alabama, of all places. Mm-hmm. And they have that, and they have a walkthrough there, which is really good, really cool type of walkthrough. And the, the, one that's, the one that's gotten the second best scare out of me this season, which, as we all know, is not easy. And yeah. there's <laughs> a old rickety Ferris wheel out front that's the scariest fucking thing there. <laughs> and then, you know I would not go near that thing. Like I would just look at it terrifying. and probably faint. Like, uh, it, you know, your your fear of snakes. It's my fear of Ferris wheels. Like I, 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 you can put me on the scariest roller coaster. I have no problem. Put me on a Ferris wheel and I freak the fuck out. So I don't. You know do why. know you done fucked up telling me that, right? <laughs> okay, that's ah. probably true. <laughs> but anyway, fifteen Uh-oh. minutes from there in Heflin, Alabama is a place called the Haunted Kiffin House. And this is the last haunt I went through that I didn't actually entirely feel safe in. And this, this year I went, they have a walkthrough, which is in an old chicken house. And they have this thing, like their use of space is amazing because it, take, it took us like a, over half an hour, almost 45 minutes to walk through this thing. And like... It, there's not a single animatronic in it. It is completely old school. They also have a hayride, which is amazing. Their hayride is like it's it's such a bizarre thing because like there's one spot where they'll stop and there's monsters on the stage that do a dance number for you. There's no scares; they just do a dance number and then you pull away. And it's puts off culture. Like what the hell was that? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, bachelors will get on the the uh, hayride with you and terrorize people until they get to the next stop and jump off and work the next nice. thing. It's, it's really well done. They also have a thing there called the Crazy Train, which I did not do because I probably would not walk off of it. But there's, it's um, they used to have a haunted trail to the woods. And they end up closing that, and now that it's a short bus on monster truck tires, and <laughs> this dude goes tearing through a trail in the woods at about sixty to seventy miles an hour, and just throws you all over this thing. And wow. everyone who rode that night said it was the best part of the whole thing. Wow! So if you're if you're able-bodied enough, do the crazy train. But it, what's cool is these two locations are fifteen minutes away from each other. So if you're close enough to make it to one, you can do the other one and make a whole night of it. That's wonderful. So, and and speaking of a whole night, let's bring Aaron into this because you have already done Halloween Horror Nights this year, I would assume. I saw pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did so, Universal, and I also did – I was going to say I also did the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney's California Adventure this year. That's right, you did. I forgot. Yeah, All right, what do you want to talk about first? Well, um, I did the Oogie Boogie Bash first, and uh, it's nowhere near the scary, of course, because it's Disney. But uh, it is a chance to see a lot of the uh, Disney villains that don't normally come out. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Unfortunately, we're still all dealing with COVID, which means no photo ops together. It, it's really them on mostly elevated uh, areas with you taking pictures or selfies with them in the background. But it's still kind of fun, and 
Uh, you get to dress up in costume, and there are trick-or-treat trails, even for the adults, where they, they fill our, our little Disney uh, Muppet Haunted Mansion bags with all kinds of treats. And uh, they had one area that was really cool. Um, it was kind of uh, dark and scary, the, the Villain's Grove, and they did all kinds of different color and sound and light and shadow scenes and uh it was a lot of fun actually really nicely done and they do a special halloween parade with the headless horseman leading it all off so it's it's a pretty damn good time um it's of course sold out every freaking year it's early for that and then uh universal was once again freaking amazing uh they do a really really good job it, it's all the professionals uh we talked about uh the pre-production work that goes into it uh from the uh panel that i saw at the uh, the variation on midsummer screams event that they did at pasadena this year and uh got a little background on some of the mazes uh the exorcist was really well done. It's in this huge hangar. So the entire house and the walk-up and everything uh, is really nicely done, uh, just very evocative of the movie. Uh, If you go early, you have more scare actors, of course. If you go later in the season, uh, especially if they go over Halloween, it, there's very few scare actors, and, and it's not a good experience I've found. So the earlier, the better. Uh, the one that really stood out to me was the uh, original one they did, Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. And it was kind of like all the women of Universal Horror having their own little themes. And, and they did this original story where the bride comes to rescue the monster, and she has to fight a bunch of vampire women and it was a hell of a lot of fun and silly and really got into it um i always enjoy the halloween mazes they do with michael myers and i am a huge dr loomis fan anytime they have him in the maze i freaking love it uh again unfortunately because of covid dr loomis has to wear a mask and that kind of throws you out of it a little bit but, you know, it is what it is, so you just go with it. And um, The Walking Dead, which is a permanent uh, maze there for the park, uh, had more actors than usual, more zombies, so that made it very cool. And they brought back Terror Tram this year. Uh, last year, uh, there was no Terror Tram, and we were kind of actually wondering if we were going to get it. And, uh, again, they returned to the Purge theme. So uh, love that because I got freaking extra points for that, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> you got five for that. It was in theme. Hell yeah. So speaking of theme, I think we have a call. Um, and anyone what? in the madness does get five points for calling in tonight. So let's see. Nice. Um, so 407, Hello. you're on with the Sexy Witches. Hello. Hello, it's Dina Hina, live from Hi. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. Hey. Yay! Are you actually there? I am. Can you hear the chainsaw? Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I, love I that just stuck in. in. 
Yes, I know. It warms our hearts, doesn't it? Oh, my God. It's It's a packed night out here, guys. That's wonderful. I'm so, thank you for calling in. I so appreciate it. Um, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> and, and, um, have fun at Spooky Empire really quick because I know That's you're right. busy. That's right. We start what's on Friday. The, what's, yep. what's the one big thing that everyone should go see for sure? At Spooky Empire or here at Halloween Harney? Spook, well, either one, both, quick. Either one. Well, you know, we've got Robert England coming in, the king of it all. So yeah, I feel like hey. Q&A is the number one thing to go and see because he's lovely. And so witty. And then here at Halloween Horror Nights, I love the pumpkin uh, house. I think it's called Something Wicked Comes or something like that, but it is amazing. Nice. Well, thank you so much. This is a wonderful surprise. I really appreciate the call, and it's so topical because that's what we're talking about. It's wonderful. So, you know, great minds think alike. And you know what? We got to meet again because we have met in real life, but we haven't met in ages. We, gotta we hook have up several again. times. Yes, we, we have do. to hook. Yeah, we got to hook up again. So, much love. All right. Happy Halloween season, everybody. Happy Halloween. Thank you for calling. Happy Halloween. Go back to your chainsaw. Love it. Bye. I'll, I'm going. <laughs> Bye. That was awesome. Oh my god! Did you hear all the screaming in the background? That was oh, the yeah. best. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm sorry. That made me really kinky. Um. So okay. So it sounds like that once again, like even though it, it is mainstream, like mm-hmm. Halloween Horror Nights still nails it. And I know they have a creep show walkthrough in Orlando, and I'm kind of curious Ooh. about it. So, uh, you know, um, my my evil genius is just now getting in the creep show, and she was starting to watch the show with me. She likes it that much. Like, she actually really, nice. like, latched onto the creep show universe, and I'm very pleased about that, actually, because I wasn't as much a fan as she was, and, and just to watch her pick her own fandom of, like, yeah, she's got a film. That's cool. <laughs> My daughter has her cult, first cult movie. Um, so, uh, Mike, what would you like to see do in the future as in, as a stream haunt? Something you haven't done in a while or something you would like to do in the future that you've never done before? In an extreme haunt? Um, or, or even wow. just a regular walkthrough, what would you like to see? Anything you want to talk about? I, um. I don't know. I, I think, you know, honestly, I want to dabble in creating my own haunt. Um, I'm really, That'd be cool. uh, while I do extreme haunts, um, I, I'm big on, and, and you've probably seen by some of my outside event reports for, for the, for the madness is mm-hmm. I do mostly immersive theater stuff now. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's, it's a genre that is, it is up and coming. Uh, I think it, it takes a whole new level to haunt, and those that aren't into extreme haunts definitely head into the immersive uh, haunt realm because the actors do touch you. The actors do interact with you. You're part of the story. And I think it immerses you even more into the world where, you know, a walkthrough, yeah, there's, a cool, there's some cool jump scares, but there's so many creators out there that are doing really cool immersive haunts, and that's mainly been my focus this year with doing Delusion, which – if you're ever in LA, that's like a must-do haunt. It's becoming so mainstream. It's you know the the director John Braver 
he puts on an amazing show, but he's an old Hollywood guy that, you know, he rigs people up and they go flying through the air and they, you know, you're part of the, the story and there's part escape room, part, um, storyline. Um, but wow. yeah, between that and creep LA, which is put on by JFI, it, those two, like, you know, um, I went to a free event for, I know what you did last summer, Amazon prime on yeah Sunday. And that was an amazing experience. And the actors are so amazing. They, they put on a quote unquote grad night and, and then you walk into the haunt portion and the actors are with you and, and going through it with you. And, and it's, it's such a different experience. If you've never done it, I, I um, highly recommend. Did, did you report that to me as an outsider? I did not. Well, I, did I did not. not cause and, that's and, double points because I gave a special to that particular episode. That, I mean, it's. It, that was I'm the one that Hollywood forever? Yeah, that was, no, that was the one um, oh. at three clubs. So it was a very, very small event. I think it, like, you have to jump on these. Like, GFI production sells out, yeah. like, within the, the first day, right? Delusions it has some availability still because he puts on a ton of shows. But he, that usually sells out in, you know, the first week. Um, and they go through, you know, They'll do haunts from Thursday to Sunday, and they sell out in the beginning of, like, October. Um, mm. So if you haven't done one of those, um, I would recommend doing them. Um, L.A. has just so many now um, that it's hard to keep up. I remember 2019 probably was my most expensive Halloween ever because of all of it. I mean, I was knee-deep. My wallet was empty by the time. Every weekend. It was basically every Thursday through Sunday I had a hop. Wow. And I thought you were hardcore about your haunts, Aaron. I think Lee has you beat here. <laughs> Mike is It sounds like it, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. And, and Nathan is no, you know, spring chicken in this either, but I, I don't know. I could, at least, Nathan's no slouch. Yeah, so... I mean, we're some serious haunt fans here. You guys even dwarf me. I don't get to go as much as I'd like to. Uh, the last time I actually went to a haunt, it was uh, Penhurst Asylum here in um, Pennsylvania uh, a couple of years ago, which is fantastic, by the way, and they just started doing their haunt again. Um, and I highly recommend it. And even if you don't want to go to the walkthrough, you should still go to the walkthrough and there's even a true paranormal. You're allowed to do paranormal photography in the last building on the way out. So there's something for everyone there. Uh, it's a really fun time. So uh, And there's four haunts usually. The one's in the tunnels. It's really cool. Uh, so um, uh, so that I haven't gone to any haunts this season. Like, I'm feeling like I have to live vicariously through my people here. <laughs> Well, I mean, then in Ohio, I think we're going to have to cut out a little bit from the fest and just try to hit a haunt then. Well, Gotta get I at do least have one a in. car. I have a car now, so we have a car. Okay. So we could. We have freedom. We can, like, go and come back. And in Columbus, that's actually kind of a good thing. Yeah, I mean, Hontaguchi <laughs> is only 15 minutes away. So, 15 minutes away. That's it. Everything's 15 minutes away. The airport's only 12 minutes away. <laughs> it's all really convenient. The Gateway Theater, Nathan, is really nice, too. It's like a nice theater. It's huge, 
actually. So, uh, you know, it's like going having to the nice AFI. Theater, having a nice theater is very important when you're doing a film festival because you don't want to spend that much, that amount of time in a shitty theater. I've been to those festivals mm. before and they suck. So, oh, I, 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 Overlook is an amazing festival of just horror films, but the theater is like the seats are some of the most uncomfortable seats. And when you're, you know, when you're at a fest mm. like that and you're in those seats for, you know, eight hours a day, you're like, nope, I need to do something else. But that's what's great about Overlook is because Overlook combines all assets, um, uh, all aspects of horror. So they are a traditional film festival. They bring all the immersive creators and all of the, and they brought Blackout. And that, so that's what got me into it was I did Blackout for the first time in, at the Overlook Film Festival. That's cool. So I highly recommend that film festival. That's I, what is it usually? Um, next year they're bringing it back. We just got the notification. It's going to be June. I think it was the third through the fifth um, in New Orleans. So yeah. it's going to be a good time. I'm 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 probably going to try to go. We'll see. It, I've been wanting to go back to New Orleans. Um, haven't been able mm-hmm. to, but it's been calling me for about, I've been talking about going to New Orleans for about a year now, Nathan, you think? I've been complaining that I mm-hmm. want to go back there. So, yep. I really do. I mean, that might be a good excuse. And, like I said, might be. They, they are big on everything. So, they do an immersive game through the entire weekend, if you opt in. And sometimes it's just mm. phenomenal. Well, that sounds interesting. So, all right. Well, call me intrigued. I definitely would like to do some research on that. Um, so, and that is actually a target. I'm My situation now and what I am in June may be completely different. So, all bets are off. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we won't talk about the future right now because it's about now. It's about spooky season. And I want to say, is there anything anybody wants to drop? Let's start with Aaron and work our way back to Mike and let Mike bring it home for the night. Aaron, is there anything else you want to do while uh, this Hollywood this Hollywood oh. spooky season? Or will Oh, hell yes. Uh, hell I yes. haven't done not scary farm yet and you know that's just a stone's throw for me and so, he can uh, see it really from just... his house like you can see yeah. it from his house yeah and i have to decide do i want to upgrade and do the the scary dinner with the monsters or just go cheap i'm not sure but um well you have to go at least and then the vip I... oh yeah Absolutely, because you won't get through all the mazes if you don't. Uh, that That's yeah. doubly true for Universal, uh, and you pay through the nose for that. But honestly, you just won't see everything if you don't pay that money. Um, you'll you'll be an hour in a line, easily, easily an hour. And uh, the other good thing about doing dinner with your monsters first is lots of photo ops, which are lots of fun. And, uh, you know, boysenberry pie, yo. It's it's not very far, and then um, you get to go in a little bit early, and uh, you you run straight for the uh, the zombie ride for or zombie maze first, so you can shoot zombies because that's the one that stacks up. And then um, I think I told y'all there's a 
golf course, a, a mini putt-putt golf course that's doing a, a family-friendly side and a more haunted side, and it's got a full bar, and you're drinking and you're putt-putt golfing, and uh, you're getting scared. So definitely doing that uh, next weekend. And Tell I'm me they hoping... call it gut putt. No, but that would be amazing if they did that. Uh, um, the other thing I'm definitely doing uh, probably this week, uh, the other two I'm probably going to put off, but uh, the one I want to do this week in Huntington Beach, just down the road a little bit, is a haunted car wash where they climb in the car with you and mess with you. So I got to do that. <laughs> that was really fun, by the way. Oh, you did it. Yeah. I did it last year um, because when oh, right COVID on. hit, I was trying to find everything that I could do. So I did every drive through haunt imaginable because I was missing haunt so much. But the haunted car wash is fun. Nice. Well, that's on the list right. hopefully this week. Awesome. I can't wait for reports oh. on that stuff. So, because you're mm-hmm. also these these are of course Mike Lee. Uh, it, you're, um, let's give a little spoiler alert because um, you actually are a winner in the madness, correct? On the bracket. I am. I am. And I am, and I'm, I, I'm 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 battling right now. Yes, you again. are. How does that make <laughs> you feel? It, it makes you feel good. Uh, like I said, when I you know it's. I saw that film at Fantastic Fest, and we we didn't think anything of it, and we were in awe when we were when we left the theater. And I was like, "Right on!" I'm not crying. You're crying. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> like that film, every time, like I, it, it it punches you in the heart. Like it really does. It's just such an amazing film. I've watched that movie four times this year. Yeah. That was before the, the madness. The, the, yeah, I I can't ever stop watching that film. And it's it, it just it's amazing because um, I think just Korean film in general has stepped it up between that and you know coming out with the Squid Games and but just other really good horror films have really you know they stepped it up and and you know there's films like The Wailing that that a lot of people haven't watched but there's just so many good Asian horror films like you know. J-Horror was kind of the premium at one time, but I think right now mm-hmm. Korea's got coming out with just some amazing stuff. I got to see the host in the theaters, and I'm very proud of that fact. I also got to see Old Boy first run, and I'm very proud of that fact as well. So uh, nice. two of my That's favorite movies. That's the screening of I Saw the Devil. That was awesome. <laughs> so... Um, so I think we are in your corner on this one. Uh, we totally all agree. Um, I haven't seen anything new recently. Can you recommend something? Oh, I don't know what's what's out. I I haven't been keeping up. Work's been so crazy. Like I said, I mean, I, I know the, the whaling. The whaling's even the whaling's in not my new tri- though. The whaling's no, old. it's in my trivial pursuit horror. Um, Trivial Pursuit box. It's, I swear, there there is a question about the whaling in that set. I've come across it twice. So nice. <laughs> that's how old it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, if it's a Trivial Pursuit question, but there has to be something recent because I there was like a huge amount of wonderful Korean horror movies, and then I kind of lost track. 
Um, and yeah. I was just wondering if there, have you seen anything recently? I haven't. Like I said, I've been I've been more watching Netflix like series stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a new one. I don't think it's horror though. Called Your Name. I don't know. I think it's more action. Uh, everyone's saying it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't been keeping up unfortunately with the 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 Asian horror genre right now. Yeah, I mean, there are by. I'm kind of feeling like I'm being. It's like it was one of my favorite things. Like I said, I would go to the theater and see these movies. I I used to go to Hong Kong theater um, at at the UC theater when I in Berkeley where I grew up. So uh, you know, I I feel like I'm neglecting that part of my life. <laughs> um, but I digress. Uh, so I would like to thank everyone for coming on. This was a very unusual show, but I think let's keep it short and sweet because it was absolutely ended up being awesome. And thank you, gentlemen, for being big troopers and sticking with it. Um, we do have something that went out over the air and people were listening. Dennis calling in was delightful from Orlando and the Halloween mm. Horror Nights out there. Uh, you know, that's just the bomb. And, you know, and it sounds like L.A. is sticking the landing and the South is doing its thing, Nathan. It's always, always reliably awesome. Netherworld was a hit again this year. Yeah, the lines are, are – my office is actually right uh, next to Netherworld. And I've, I've gone in a couple of days this week, and when I leave, I can already see the line forming. It's insane the amount of people they're putting through that. Wow. Yeah, Netherworld always drops the mic down there. I mean, they're, they're right in it with the big boys in L.A. And so rock on to all y'all. And I really appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Um, so happy Halloween, everyone. I'm really, really excited that the madness will be over. Um, Halloween is on its way. Uh, my daughter has already got her costume ready to go. She's Dipper from Gravity Falls and her friend is going as Mabel and they're going to do the trick or treat together. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, So we even, we even got a little black light for her and the the journal with the black light. So, you know, she's got everything. So she could cosplay. Is that good? I'm so excited. So, uh, you know, so we got that going on for us here. Uh, so, you know, I also like to remind myself that it's not just about me and what I like to do. It's about my daughter. And I will, I am totally a mom that will live vicariously through her kid for Halloween. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I love giving out candy, too. It's fun. Like, I love the oh, kids yeah. coming up in the costumes and then you give them the candy. And, and they're scary grateful. movies while oh, you're doing it. Yeah. Oh yes! Well, I always Hell watch yeah. scary movies, and you can put me and I put music on. I usually blast a lot of music on Halloween night. I like to blast music, so that's usually what I do. I have a nice little stereo in my front yard, um, so and I usually actually blast it out so people can hear a little bit of it when they walk up. So excellent. Yep, I have a, a big uh, bush covered with uh, fake. Uh, paper mache spider out front right now and there's some Chinese lanterns with the print from the dollar store. Some have spiders, some have bats, 
They're really cute. And I have my evil rocking doll outside. And my maximum overdrive uh, pumpkin is also out front. So I have a lot of lights on. I have a ghost light that goes on a circle in front of my house, too. So I am fucking decked out for Halloween. My daughter and I decorated <laughs> last week. That's just, we have a couple of other accent pieces. Those are just the highlights of the. Uh, we're doing good. Let's just put it that way. We got it going. And I know that Nathan's been decorating Bruce his, his skull and crossbones. What, what are you dressing him up? And what are you going to be for Halloween? Uh, Bruce is, is currently dressed as Jason. I've got my uh, uh, the new inflatable Reaper coming to get him since mine died. Rest in peace. But I am actually I, I'm continuing my trend of taking very small characters and making them big. Because, I mean, I'm 6'4", I'm, I'm big now. I was Chucky last year. So this year, I am going to be Ralphus from Bloodsucking Freaks. And you've said that before, and that's excellent. And uh, Mike, do you, what are you being for Halloween this year? I am I'm doing costume light because I am going to be at that rave, Escape Halloween, um, for most of the weekend. So ah, I've not had time okay. to think about anything. Um, so I've been busy just... Uh, Getting ready for that. I mean, so it's nonstop, right? Nightmares next this weekend, and then I have Escape Halloween next weekend. Well, maybe we should just like when when we're at the um, over breakfast or something, we'll we'll like brainstorm. Sure, sounds good. Why not? Right? I mean, the worst comes mm-hmm. to the worst. It's good conversation, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so I will see you in a few days. And thank you for being on the show tonight and talking about the FP and Nightmares Film Festival as well as your experience with haunts. And I will always meet in any haunt at this point. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. And Nathan, thank you as always for being a correspondent on the Sexy Witches this year. Always a pleasure. And, of course, my cousin Aaron, Captain Pigtails, also part of the FP <laughs> universe. Um, and thank you for being on the show as always. And, um, so I'm not quite sure where the next one's going to be. It'll probably be November, which is, we always do what's called the, these are a few of our favorite things episode, which is a recap episode of the year of everything we liked, except for movies. We save the movies for down the road a little bit. Um, and, um, so that'll be sometime in November before Thanksgiving, but until then, Happy Halloween, everyone, and uh, we will talk about madness later on. Yeah, we will definitely give the uh, winner of the madness, because at this point, there will be only one left on Halloween night <laughs> to celebrate. We'll have to give penance, and um, and we'll talk about all that, but that'll be in November. Oh, November is going to be awesome. Also, we'll preview Exhumed Film Festival. I am decided how to go to the Exhumed Film Festival. I have tickets for that. We'll talk about that at the 24-hour film festival beginning of November, so I will be recapping that as well. Uh, so, lots to look forward to at the end of Sexy Witches. There's always a few episodes left this time of year, but they're quality and awesome. So, thank you, everyone. Good night. And I have no idea what music's going to play, so it might be something we've already heard. It might be something else. Everything's been messed up tonight, but, you know, it's part of the charm. (laughs) Welcome to live radio. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Sexy Witches are out. 
about that. <laughs> yes. Death has come to your little town. passion with me until I realized that there was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason that wasn't even remotely human. I am talking about the real possibility that he is still out there. 